everybody. You are very welcome back to series two of the Country Chats podcast. Series one is done and dusted and we're back with series two. And I'm delighted to have Patricia Brady here in front of me, a fellow dance teacher. So it's a real novelty today because um, it's nice to catch up with a fellow dance teacher. Now myself and Patricia have never actually met, but I feel like I know her from Facebook because you're so great at the social media. But Patricia, how are you? It's good to see you. Hi Sandra, thank you very much for having me. Um, I'm delighted to finally meet you. As I say, I know you're from Facebook, but we never actually met. So um, I'm delighted to be on. And yeah, it's it's great to talk to someone else about the dancing as well and what's going on at the minute. You know, it's um it's brilliant. It's yeah, thank you very much for having me. No problem. I'm delighted to have you. And even when I was I was thinking earlier when I was getting ready for, for our, our chat, um, I was even thinking it's kind of lonely for the dance teachers at the moment because well do you know what in one sense it can be known it was lonely when things were normal because we're all in different parts of the country and we all do our own thing we'd never actually would would see each other you know depending on the location but it's definitely lonely at the moment because we're we're not seeing our pupils we're not meeting people and we're we're at home planning and plotting for what we'll do in the future but do you find that do you find it's a bit lonely at the moment yeah I do I do find that I mean I'm dancing at home alone do you know what I mean so you know I, I miss the crack from like all our friends are a lot of our friends are from down the country from we meet them at dancing and we haven't seen any of them since last March you know so and my class I'd be onto them on WhatsApp we have a little WhatsApp group and I'd send them videos of new dances and just to keep them active as well and yeah I miss them all like it's yeah, you're dancing alone, you know, and it's it's not the same, you know. I can't wait till everything comes back, you know, and meet everyone again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I know, and I suppose what I have found the hardest is for me is with my teaching. I've nearly just had to scrap the jive and the walls all together, and it's been just line dancing. Is it kind of the same for yourself? Yeah, I have been um, doing line dancing, and I've been learning a lot of new line dances online during the lockdown some of them I'll teach some of them are a little bit harder and I'm just doing them for myself to keep myself sane and um, a lot of them have tags and restarts which is not doesn't really work in the social dancing so you know I'm just kind of busy doing a lot of line dancing I did a Zoom class um, in November and it was great and I had a lot of my own people at the class you know and they're great and they support me brilliant and they're great but we did a jive as well because I had passed and um, so I have a partner to jive with when he's well. And, um, you know, so this time around, I am doing another Zoom class, um, but it's just live line dancing at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Same as that. I, I, I've been doing the line dancing as well. Um, and like that, I've been learning a lot of line dances. And I suppose we never would have usually took the time to learn new ones. You know, you'd learn the odd new one here and there, or you might pick one up along the way. But I'm definitely learning a lot of new ones and I like you said the re the restarts and the tags yeah you would normally associate that with the Irish country music scene no. that's a new one we're, we're we're even though we're both dance teachers we're still learning as we go oh definitely I mean there's so many dances and even in jive and there's so many different moves and you know you, you might make a mistake and stumble across a new move that looks great and you know I love learning new moves and new dances. Do you know what I mean? The more, the better, you know, but it's um, the line dance and there's nearly a, a line dance for every song. You probably found that yourself. Like, the, like I know we like to put line dance into a load of different songs because, you know, especially in the Irish country scene, but like in the American country, 
they have a different line dance for every song. Like there's thousands of line dances. We'll never run out of them. That's a good thing. Oh, definitely not. That's for sure. <laughs> there's there's loads of new ones coming all the time. But yeah, that's yeah. actually a good point that they're the, the dances are made up to a particular song. Whereas here, I know the way I would teach is I would say, well, you can do that line dance to any jive at all. You know, we're kind of a bit more, which I, I which I think is easier for people to to think well there I can if a drive comes on I have a few options you know you're not you're not tied down so um yeah no it's been a great time for us dance teachers to learn a few more a few yeah. more uh, dances which is great um so how did you actually get into the dancing or what what just tell us the, the scale there how did it all kick off oh okay so in Dublin there's not a lot of country music you would never hear it on the radio so I hadn't really got a clue of you know, the country music and the country music artists that were out there. But my mom loved country music and she loved Daniel O'Donnell and she played him all the time. So I kind of associated Daniel with country, you know. So my dad passed away about nine years ago now. And um, we, myself, my sister decided, you know, a year or two later, we'd bring her down the country for a weekend away to country music, you know. There was, I knew Mike Denver was playing and um, I think Derek Ryan was only starting out and Patrick Feeney. And it was a weekend. I think it was one of Mary Duncan's weekends. She runs great weekends. And um, so we said, we'll bring her down. Now we kind of knew like, okay, this is not going to be our cup of tea, but this is for my mom. Do you know what I mean? So we went and the first band we seen was Mike Denver. And I couldn't get over it. I couldn't get over him. He was brilliant. And then he's a great showman and he was brilliant and it was lively. But what really got to me was the dancers on the floor. They were like the floor was packed all night um and like I mean they were actually queuing to get on the floor and then queuing to get off and I was amazed at this and the jiving they did it was just it was just so much fun like everybody was having the crack you know you would never see that in Dublin ever you know so I was like oh I would really really love to do that but then I had to come home and I had to try and talk Pat into doing it so you know that was a different story so I promised him that I would go golfing with him if he would come dancing with me so because I don't go okay so I said okay please please so um then we had to try and find a class so in Dublin there's a lot of ballroom so the first class we went up here I said okay it says it does jive has to be it went and it was ballroom the ballroom is lovely but it wasn't what I was looking for I was looking for that country jive where they were just laughing and having fun and I knew it would suit us better because you know he he wouldn't be into being, you know, all straight and competition or anything like that. Neither of us would be into that kind of thing. We just wanted a bit of fun because our kids are now grown up and it, like it's our time now to, you know, have a bit of fun and do something together. Like So we couldn't find a class up here. So the nearest class I found was the well in Moat and it was Niall Dory's class. So I said, oh my God, he's never going to drive an hour after work. And I think it was a Wednesday night at the time. And I said, I'm never going to get him to drive to the wild. Do you know what I mean? But he agreed. So I was like, oh, yes, OK. Now, it would take you an hour just to get off the M50 on a weeknight, you know, busy hours. So he actually started finishing work early on a Wednesday. And we hit a, we go early and um, we went down to Niles class. Now, the very first night we went down, we were like two kids. OK, we sat in the car for about half an hour, afraid to go in. Do you know what I mean? Because we kind of felt everybody in there is going to be able to dance. And like, we're going to be like, like two Egypts, you know, 
from Dublin, not, you know, having a clue. Because I'd never danced before, ever. So we went into Niall's class and um, he, he made us feel very welcome. And the people in there were lovely. And we never looked back. And it was, it was one of the best things we ever did. Yeah. And That's I loved it. Absolutely amazing. loved it. That's such an amazing story because, and I suppose, a lot of people would relate to sitting in the car for a half hour before you go into a class. You know, that there's nothing new there. I mean, there'd be a lot of people that probably do it for our classes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's amazing. Like, because I mean, look, I know myself that there wouldn't have been, there would, isn't much country in Dublin, especially with myself being from Mayo. You know, I'm so used to it down here. But that's, wow, that's dedication that uh, Pat left work early. I tell you, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Wow um yeah it probably didn't take you long to pick everything up now I know Niall is an excellent teacher anyway so you were sorted there but did it take you long to pick it up or were you just that was it you were straight into it uh, I found it, I found it easy to pick up the steps but in saying that when I go home I would practice the steps do you know what I mean I really really wanted to do that dancing and Pat would come over his lunch some days and I'd say well the kettle's on we'd just go over that new move and I drove him mad probably but you know I really wanted to do it. So by the time you went down the next week, you weren't like a beginner starting again. You had the moves off that you'd been shown the week before. So you were ready to move on to something else. Do you know what I mean? And like, I, I never did waltz. I never boxed out. I never did any of the dances. And I did all the dances in that class as well. And um, so we learned all of them. And it, I, I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. My mom was a great dancer. And, and my dad, they, they were jivers, you know, back in the day. And, they remember being kicked out of the, the dance floors for jiving and stuff like that. And, but she was a really good dancer. And she, I remember telling me one time that Akabilk got off the stage one night and took her for a jive when he was singing in the band. Like so. And she always remembered that, you know, and she so she was a great dancer. So that's probably where I got it from was from her, you know. So but look, we kept going. We, we, we think we went down to Nile for about two years every Wednesday night winter snow it didn't matter I wasn't missing that class and we went every week and loved it and the only other thing is I never actually played golf with Pat <laughs> he, still, he still hasn't remembered that that part yet it'll come back to bite oh, he has. time <laughs> oh he has he has he reminds me every now and again but um no I'm not doing it <laughs> oh that's so. Uh, no, that's absolutely lovely. And were your parents from Dublin or were they from the, the rural country? Or um, My mum and dad were both from Dublin and um, actually where I, I am right now, my, my home, my childhood house is just up the yard. Actually, my dad was a farmer. So um, this is where I was actually born. And um, yeah, they were both from Dublin, but my mum's um, grandparents were from Offaly. So she always remembers going down during the summer and dancing at the crossroads and you know so she she always has that memory of dancing down the country and so she knew all about it and her mom played the fiddle and her dad played the sweet box so you know it was in the family I suppose now none of us play music Pat plays a lot of music he would play the guitar and the banjo and the whistle he plays everything you know and my sons would have all that I don't play anything Nothing. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny. It shows the difference in the generations where your parents would have just learned how to dance. They weren't probably weren't even taught. As I just say, like I wasn't taught how to dance. I was just made do it and you done it and you went out and done it. So that's probably how your parents learned. They just yeah. they didn't learn. They just somebody pulled them out onto the floor and that was that. And then it, it's nearly like it kind of skipped a generation and then 
um yeah back then like they they knew how to dance though didn't they even my parents uh, my mom would know how to dance just because she would have that was the era like it's it's funny it just depends um so then yeah so you were going to the class for two years and then I'm guessing you noticed the niche was there in Dublin that there was <laughs> yeah I I felt Dublin were missing out on, on this and I mean there was no one doing it in Dublin and I felt they were missing out on the crack and the fun that was had like we had started going to the dances and some of the bands and my aim was to get the bands up to Dublin but I felt to do that I needed to have dancers you know I needed to have people who were going to dance to the bands so that was the whole idea of it and I think we did ask Niall to come up at the time but he was flat out doing you know he classes wherever so we said you know okay I'll give it a go and like it wasn't my plan to teach um, but I think it was just I had a passion for this and I really wanted to pass it on so we started a class in Fingallians and I'm teaching now five years, just about five years this year. So we started a class out in a GA club in Fingallians. And I think for the first few weeks, it was costing me to pay for the hall, you know, before, you know, it was actually costing me to run it. But I, I wanted to stick it out, you know. And I think at time, I think Country, um, Keeper Country were doing a programme. And we were at a dance one night and they were looking for the next serious kind of thing. And they heard Pat's Dublin accent. And I think they were talking to Niall at the time. And Pat was, you know, Pat, he's a real dub, you know. He had no mile away. He was from Dublin. like So um, they were saying, God, two dubs down here. And Niall was saying, yeah, and they're teaching. And they're only start. Like, so they decided to do um, a program on us. Initially, I said no, because I was like, oh, no. It's not, you know, it's not what I my cup of tea at all. I like to just, you know, in the background, I'm happy enough. But um, I knew at the same time, this would get the board out. I couldn't promote it any better than doing this show. And Pat was up for it, like didn't bother him at all. So they came down and they talked to us and they, you know, they said like, what was going to happen if I didn't like anything, they could take it out and everything. And I said, okay, look, we'll do it. The best advertisement I'm ever going to get. So we did the show and they followed us around for a week. They came to work and then, um, that everywhere we went, like they were kind of there, you know, and they came to the class for about four weeks. So eventually you forget that they're there and, you know, they're just part of the class, like, and it was fine. And um, it, it really took off then after that, because I got the word out for me that we were doing it in Dublin. And after the show, I think the show at Christmas, when it came to January, I was really, really busy and it was great. That's so that's brilliant. what I needed. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now, my and I actually have worked with all things country team as well. They're lovely. They're so Same. we're all just lovely people. Because I I done I don't know what series you were on. Were you on one or two? Was it two you were on? A uh, two I was on. I did see your one as well, Sandra, with the kids. I'd yeah, seen that I one. think mine yeah. was series two. I I done series one as a dancer, and then series two was with the school. But yeah, brilliant. So that that kicked it all off. That was absolutely brilliant. And now. It's all go. Now, obviously, COVID changed things a bit, but like that, you're doing it on Zoom. I think Zoom takes a while to get used to with the dance teaching, doesn't it? And what I find the hardest is right, left, what's there, right and left, which at the start, trying to figure out which foot is there. For what You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I said I do Zoom. A lot of mine were asking. I have a, I have a group in swords that are coming 
to my class since I started nearly five years ago because like that I do all the dances and it's like a social night but you're learning how to dance and a lot of them came on their own and they met up with other people and it's like a little group now that they, they come all the time and they're great and I have to say and I have a class in Bali Bowdens in the south side of Dublin and they're the same and they're great and um and they were looking and I felt sorry for them because so many of them are home alone you know and like I'm okay I have a full house at home like my sons and Pat, like we're grand but so many people are home alone and one of the days uh, one of my member from my class rang and he was an elderly man and he said Trisha where are you back because I can't with the restrictions you know we just can't do it and he said look he said I just I'm home alone I don't see anyone or talk to anyone and I just felt you know I needed to try and you know get it out there for them and if they wanted to do it they could it'd be new dances new line dances or whatever or even just going over the old ones because it's so long since we did them to be honest but um I decided I'd do the zoom I'm not great on technology okay so my son says I'll set it up for you you know I'll do it so they set it up and um I was nervous now you know I'm not I'd rather your class and people behind you and it's great crack and they're singing along to the songs and but if you feel like you're on your own doing it you know and anything can go wrong the internet can go and so like I was I was stressed out you know, to be honest in the class but I did it and you know I asked for the feedback and they said it was great they were learning new dances it was different for them they a lot of them were older you know people and they had to learn how to use zoom so I said, look if they can do it I can do it you know so they're probably doing it better than me, to be honest, <laughs> you know, because I have the kids and you kind of rely on them to, to set things up for you. So um, I did it and I said, OK, we'll do another one now. So we're doing another one now next week. Next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. I saw it there on Facebook. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah no, it, I think it, it's making people happy having these options on Zoom. And yeah, it's tough. It is tough teaching on Zoom, though. You are very alone, like and even. I, I don't know if you find it, but I think my dancing, te my teaching style has probably changed. I'm probably more conscious of explaining things uh, in a more um, intricate or not. I'm, I want to explain things a lot easier than I normally would just because I'm afraid it doesn't come off, come across on Zoom. Yeah, um, well, I break down the steps like yourself. I probably break them down a lot. Like I'm, I feel like I didn't come from a dancing background. We weren't brought up with it. You were born with it. I think you were all born dancing. Do you know what I mean? Where like I had to learn how to dance. So for me, I break down the steps, you know, really as much as I possibly can. Because I do feel, you know, people pick it up a lot easier. So even in my teaching, I break down the steps a lot. You know what I mean? But in Zoom, you kind of have to, okay, give me a thumbs up. Have you got it? Thumbs down if you haven't, you know. You can't just turn around and look and say, well, they've got it. We can move on. Do you know what I mean? You really have to say, OK, can you get it? Should you want to do it again? It's it's a lot different than just teaching in the classroom. Yeah. yeah. No, that's for definite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even just rights and lefts and turning to the walls. And yeah, it's hard. <laughs> but look, yeah. it's it's an it's it has, it has to be done. And it's at least we can keep dancing. You know, that's that's the thing, because it's. I know I miss it for definite like obviously we all miss it be it if we're teachers or if we're the dancers going to the dances yeah. but uh, it is no it is hard but look at least thank god for zoom yeah definitely. I must I must say though I'm very jealous of you being based in Dublin because it means you don't have too far to travel for your venues <laughs> I don't know no I don't now I'm lucky um 
well, to dance as myself, we have to travel everywhere. And that's my whole idea was to get the bands up. So I started doing social dances as well. Um, and one of the first guys we had up was Stuart Miles, one man band. And I always, you know, I really appreciate that with Stuart because this is just this person ringing from Dublin, never heard of before, you know, will you come up and do a social dance for us? Like I hadn't seen him obviously, you know, at some gigs and Facebook, but he didn't have a clue who I was. And he was like, yeah, no bother straight away. Like, and I thought, you know, all the way from Mayo up to Dublin and back again, like fair play to him, you know? And they loved him. Now there wasn't a big crowd. It was really only my own class. And um, it was a great night. And I, there was no point in me teaching all these people to dance and you have nowhere to dance, you know? So, and the dubs are not, because everything's on their doorstep, they don't travel. I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, I was doing a class in, in the North side and like people from the South side ringing me saying, oh, that's too far. Like it's 20 minutes away, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, if you knew where we to go to learn to dance, do you know what I mean? So um, so that, I started on the south side because people wouldn't travel over and they wouldn't even travel over for the dances because they felt, oh, it's over the M50, it's too far, like it's 20 minutes. But you travel for miles for a dance, do you know what I mean? It's completely different. So we started the dances up here and we jam a lie up the second guy and like he was fantastic. We, we did a lot of the, you know, one-man band starting off, um, Aiden Clerken and... We'd Andy Fury, we'd, we'd loads of these guys, like Gary Fitzpatrick down as well. Like, if I like him, if I like the beat, well, then I say, yeah, we'll dance to him. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of pick him my favorites as well, you know? So then I did have the, um, I had a couple of the big bands. The first big band we had was um, Joe David and his band. And he's great, he's great beat music. Like, we Joe a couple of times. And then I, I had two of my own favourites. I had um, Jerry Guthrie up. I love Jerry. He's, he's brilliant. And I had Johnny Brady. And Johnny's fantastic. And, you know, to, for me to have them up, at, you know, in my, you know, dance venue, I was the, like, that was it. That was what I set out to do. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to have all the others, but, you know, you, you, you can only go so far, you know, so you have to kind of, do what That's you can it. do. You took a bit of a detour. You, you 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 wanted to get the bands up and you started teaching and then ended up getting the bands, but it worked out well. Um, yeah. And like that, like yourself, I would have started, I, I organized the dancers for my gang as well, mainly the kids, because I suppose adults can head off wherever they want. But with the kids, obviously they're limited. But like that, I would have started with the one man bands. Short was the, the first one I got to. Yeah. yeah. Then would have added in a band every year. You know, you kind of, growth because there's always a fear of well how's it going to go you never know no I I kind I started doing um, a band then um, once a month you know so that mine had somewhere to dance because as I said they didn't really travel and then if I was going on a weekend and I had leaflets I'd leave it for them like I was teaching at some of Mary's weekends and I'd say well I'm going on that weekend and there was one weekend in particular I think it was in Carlo and we went down and um I had left the leaflets on the table, but I didn't know, you know, maybe one or two of them were going, but I didn't know how many, like, but when we got down and that night at the dinner and there was only 50 from my class at the, you know, at the weekend. So it, that was brilliant. And it was their first weekend away dance and they'd never gone on one before. 
and they absolutely loved it. And it was a new experience for them and it's social life for them, you know, that, you know, there is other things outside just sitting in a pub, you know. I'm not into that. That's not my cup of tea. I'd go anywhere where there's dancing, but I wouldn't sit in a pub just to sit there, you know. They're the exact same as me. And I've, I've, even when I would have been in my teenage years and early 20s, it was kind of hard because I suppose at that age, everyone else is going to the pubs and all that but I'd be heading off to the MacWilliam or in college even I used to I was in UL and everyone would be going into town and I'd be heading off to um the woodlands oh, in a dare for a dance or something which would have been as a 20 year old in college that wouldn't be the norm <laughs> but um I'd be like you in that sense I wouldn't be up for sitting in the pub but um no that's great so then yeah I feel it's it's one thing teaching people how to dance but like that I would be encouraging them to try and get to a dance because you can practice at home or you can practice with your mother and your cousin in the kitchen but going to a dance is where you get the real the real experience isn't it Oh, definitely. There's nothing like dancing to a live band, whether it's a one-man band or a big band. There's nothing like it. You know, that feeling and seeing everyone on the floor having a good time. I mean, it's fantastic, you know. And as I say, a lot of my, you know, classes up in Dublin, it would be an older clientele that I would have. Um, Because the younger people in Dublin are just not into, you know, they've never tried. If they tried it, they'd love it, but they don't. But I did do a class in Coppers last year and I had a lot of students, you know, from around Dublin. Now, a lot of them were from all over the country. They were, you know, very few dubs, but it was a lot of country um, young people. And it was a fantastic class, I have to say, because they picked it up so quick. You know, some of them had jived before with different teachers, so they knew a little bit about it. But it was a great class. And at the end of that class, then I had um, Johnny Brady do a gig in Coppers. Now, I'd never been in Coppers before, even though it's only in Dublin. I'd never been in. And neither had a lot of, you know, my own classes. They'd never been in Dublin. So we decided we'd do a dance um, and see how it would go. I was very nervous about that one because I didn't know how was it going to go. It was a Tuesday night and I'm like in Dublin, in the middle of a city centre, no park and no nothing. I was really nervous about that one. But Johnny, I felt was the right band because he can mix it up. If I got a lot of Dublin people that didn't dance, he could change it up, you know. So, and if I had a lot of dancers, he'd have them jiving or waltzing, whatever, all night. So I had Johnny up. Um, and then um, I think I couldn't, um, Cowboys and Heroes got involved and they were going to have their um, the jiving championship on the night in Coppers. It was a novelty, you know, a dance like this in Coppers. So, um, that night and it was actually December the weather wasn't great I was having heart attacks but it turned out great and a lot of people from around the country a lot of our friends that we would have known from dance trips or just generally they came up that night from everywhere and it was a fantastic night and it was the best nights now that for me to run it was one of the best nights I had was it was in Coppers and Dublin and then I felt as well yeah I felt you know what and to see all the people come up and support me from all around the country other dancers and that meant a lot do you know what I mean I felt then okay I set out to do what I I wanted to do you know what I mean and get people dancing up here you know it was great 
Yeah, mm. and that's that's I I love how you said how people came up and supported you, and I think that's I think the country music scene it is quite small. You know, everybody knows everyone, and if they don't know somebody personally, they'll know you off Facebook or they'll know you to see. But that whole thing of support, like people, like I don't if you know, like you said, people in Dublin wouldn't be as used to traveling, but I'm sure a lot of people came up from the rest of the country up to the gig, but we don't you know people I don't mind traveling you know like two hours down the road is nothing if you're going to a dance or a gig and you're supporting people and that's kind of the mentality I think of the country music scene two hours is nothing three hours is nothing yeah I know if you had said that to me five years ago I would have said you're mad do you know what I mean definitely mad but now we do do you know what I mean and we drive home again sometimes you know, so you could be driving home at like three or four in the morning. And it got to the stage, my kids were ringing me. Like my kids are all grown up now. My youngest is 22. And they'd be ringing me and saying, like, where are you? Do you know what I mean? Like they'd be home before us. And we'd be like, oh, we're, we're only leaving now. We'd be home in a couple of hours. Like, And they thought like, you know, we still got mad. Do you know what I mean? But um, a few years ago, definitely, I would have said, these are all mad. But now I do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's I, I know the reactions because I know my fiance's um he used to live in Dublin so a lot of his friends are the hardcore dubs <laughs> six in a row and they'd get great yeah. crack out of me with the mayo head but he might go out to into town not exactly my scene but anyway and I might be drinking so I'd be driving home and they're like you're gonna drive home at 2 a.m to mayo and I'd be like, yeah, sure, it's only two hours. I mean, it's a straight road the whole way. It's sure what about? We'll be home by three. And they're like, you are mad. They, yeah. it, you know, some people just don't get it. Like, but I suppose, well, definitely over this side of the country, I know all my gang, it's the norm. You know, we pre-COVID, we'd hop into the car and we'd say, well, where'll we go? Like, we hadn't even a plan. It'd be, well, will we go? Which direction will we go? You'd be coming home when it's bright. And, you know, I miss them days. God, the... You could you could end up anywhere. Oh yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Well, uh, we haven't. We were working um, full time and teaching. I was teaching. It got to the stage I was teaching four or five nights a week. I was trying to build that business up because I knew the business we were in. We had a family business, but I knew we were going to close it in a year or two. So I was building that up, so I had it ready to step into when you know this business closed and. Um, we closed our business in 2019 with a garden centre. It was a family business and we closed it there in 2019. And at the end of 2019, which is just as well because COVID hit in March and it would have been a nightmare, you know. Like you order your, in this business, you order your stock in in January for your Christmas shop, you know what I mean? So everything, I feel sorry for all the businesses that have all their stock in, they couldn't sell them. I'd say it's a nightmare, you know. So I had this business ready to go and I, and I was flat out and it really started to take off for me. And um, so, you know, it's kind of, I miss it. You know, I do have to say I miss it something terrible. But we had decided, okay, we've given up the, the, the main job. So we would have more time because Pat worked weekends and bank holidays. He worked, you know, so we couldn't travel to where we wanted to go the well or we we go to the well because we could come home from it because he'd be work on a Sunday morning or um we'd gone we've gone a few times to Glen Cairn you know you know ones that weren't too they were about an hour an hour and a half that was fine but like to Mayo now to us is a long way down okay <laughs> if I'm going there I stay for the weekend 
that's a long way and um so we we had all these plans you know we'd be able to go dancing and you know all you know we'd never gone um really up the north direction it was always down the south so we plans on going up there for dancing you know we heard of great dancing going on up there so we'd all these plans but then we finished work and then shortly after that COVID hit and we haven't been able to get anywhere but we will again oh you will of course you're you're ready yeah. you're ready whenever things are back you're you're ready to go even though it'll probably be concerts but I think we'll at this stage we'll take the concerts no problem I love the concerts Pat not so much you know he he wants to go he wants to dance you know now I would listen to them all day anywhere do you know what I mean and the feet will be tapping anyway whether I'm sitting down or you know but it's a will be concerts but maybe even an outdoor venue you know would be great like you know, an outdoor festival, and they have huge floors, you know, that you could, well, I know it's not going to happen, but I keep saying maybe, maybe. We, we're, we're still all hoping for it, we'll see what happens, it'll be definitely next year anyway, but no, I'd say we'll be able to get dancing, teaching dancing anyway before that, so at least that will, that will help out, and you're lucky because as, um, for those of you that are listening on Spotify, um, you can't see, but Patricia has a lovely, she's in her studio, and she's a lovely um, wall behind her with lovely paintings yeah. and pictures and logos and all that so you're lucky that you have your own venue that's something that's the luxury of of being in Dublin because you can have your own studio I I, I definitely don't have that luxury I'm all over the place uh, to be honest um, this is our old building where the garden centre was so upstairs was um, you know a gift shop so when Covid hit all my venues closed you know every like I had a lot of GA clubs and even the hotels you know they were all gone and even the hotels wanted their ballrooms because they needed the extra space for social distancing and that so when it did come back that we could teach there for a couple of weeks during the summer I would I had nowhere to teach you know so and I didn't feel outside was for me because the weather I mean you you could organize it and then it's start lashing rain and like where are you going to go what are you going to do so we decided we put a wooden floor down upstairs um, it was it's it's unused at the minute the building so we put a wooden floor down upstairs huge space absolutely huge and I was you know I've all my stickers on the floor you can't see them but I've all my stickers for the two meters apart so I felt you need a big venue to keep two meters apart and I knew some of my smaller venues you know I there's no way I will you know I get very few on the floor to keep two meters away you know how much room that takes up so I. We did it up here. We had the two meters apart, and we we got teaching for about four weeks, and and that was it. So it's sitting here. So. But I'll only have it for a while, Sandra. You know, because the building is for sale. So if I get a year out of it, happy days. Hopefully, I'll get back teaching up here. At least I've somewhere to teach. You know. Yeah, and you have the space, and if you're recording videos, I'm assuming you do your Zoom classes there as well, do you? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Are getting you out of it, thank God, you know, and it's yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. I remember when you put up the pictures on Facebook. Oh, I was so jealous because I suppose because obviously you're you're contained in Dublin. There, you can have the venue, whereas here I'm try could be in four or five counties in a day. So oh. it's definitely not an option. If I did have one, I'd be limiting myself. To be honest, I'd be tying myself down. But um. No, it's it's fabulous. So that was a good uh, a good idea, and it's lovely here. The background behind you, I, I've I've nothing exciting behind me here, but um, 
But um, now one other thing I for, I forgot to tell you in the when we were chatting about getting this interview organized, but on some of the other interviews I've done a quick fire round. Um, oh, I don't know if you okay. saw it, where I just ask a few just short questions and um, just to see what happens there. I just have favorite line dance, favorite venue, that kind of thing. Just one 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 word answers, that kind of thing. Okay. So. We'll give it a go. Um, yeah, so this is the quick fire round with dance teacher Patricia Brady. So Patricia, your favorite line dance? Footloose. Your favorite venue to go dancing in? The Well, where I started. Your favorite song to dance to or just to listen to from the country music scene? Oh, now you caught me. So many. Um, uh, I don't know. A good lively one. <laughs> yeah, um, a jive, say Johnny Brady's um, Living for the Jive or something like that, something fast, yeah. yeah. Favourite singer? Or uh, you can have a few. <laughs> okay, because um, that's a hard one. Johnny Brady, Jerry Guthrie, um, Mike Denver, I like Michael English, Derek Ryan, he's brilliant, fantastic, yeah. So hard to pick because they all yeah. have such good music for dancing to, so it is very hard to pick. Um, what's your favorite dance to teach? Jive. And have you a favorite line dance that you like to teach? Um, not really. Electric slide is a good one. I, I like the faster ones, you know, and, and they get a kick out when they can get it. So foot loose or, you know, get on the fiddle or any of those that are fast. Yeah. What's your least favorite dance to teach, if any? <laughs> Um, what do you find is the hardest for people to pick up? The waltz sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And it's only three steps. Find the I'm lads. Yeah. They, they find that one hard. I find the lads find that one hard. Yeah. I totally agree. I find it is literally one, two, three. And I even go yeah. one, two first just to really simplify. But I find yeah, people to get totally, because it's so simple, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Or I did, I did think of it as at least when you're diving, your hands are in front of you and you can see them. Whereas when you're waltzing, the feet are down there and you're wondering yes. what's going on down there. Yes. And I, I think it's the third step they, they struggle with. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. They yeah. just It takes them a while, but they do get. I know. I, it's funny because I have the exact same, uh, the same thoughts on it. Um, yeah, that was. No, I only had them few ones wrote down. It can what? just be interesting to see. Um, just see what what you come up with <laughs> see what you come up with but um yeah she's you're a great lover of the well and moat it is lovely though and i love how it's just in the middle of nowhere and it's so you wouldn't know from looking at it what's inside like what's ahead of you no the first night we went down we were saying that's hardly it, it was in the middle of nowhere and i'm like that can't be the right place you know we actually thought we were in the wrong place but um the well it's very I like it. It's a huge dance floor and the dance floor is great. I love a good dance floor. I hate where I go when the dance floor is small or sticky. It's, it's not like that in the well. It's, it's a great dance floor. And I think the people, what well, I've always found, like we're from Dublin, so we're completely outsiders, but they've always made us feel very welcome. And, you know, and even at the classes, sometimes they were like, oh, you're the girl from the big smoke. You know what I mean? You know, that's what I was getting, you know. All right. You know, they'd say you're from Dublin and, they, and they'd say you're staying down. And I'd say, no, we're driving home. It's like, are you mad? Like on a week night, you're driving home. But we love the well. And I have to say, Jacqueline and Brian always made us feel very welcome. 
And yeah, now there's other venues I do like as well. The McWilliams has a great dance floor. The Shearwater is another place on a Sunday night. Um, that is a nice dance floor as well. I'd be more inclined if it has a nice dance floor. That's where I'd like to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. no. You fit a good few places there anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, fair play to you, Patricia. It's been so lovely to meet you. I know. I suppose it's not. I think it's mentioned at the beginning, but it wouldn't be as often that dance teachers would would meet. I suppose because we're all from different parts of the country, so you'd be kind of hitting different dances and that kind of a way. So it's yeah, it's lovely to actually talk about dancing. <laughs> Yeah, it's lovely to meet you too, Sandra. As I say, we, we don't meet up as dance teachers. And sometimes there's gigs on that you would like to go to, but you've got a class, so you can't go. You know, that's what I find as well, you know, especially from where we are, it's so far to go down to one. Um, and I'd say, oh, I'd really love to go, but I can't, you know. And weekends away, hopefully when it comes back, it'll be a bit easier for us because Pat won't be working, you know. So I he won't be working weekends anyway. So I, we'd be able to go to some of these gigs or, you know, even the festivals during the summer, we couldn't go because he'd be in work, you know. So I'm looking forward to having that when we come back. Um, the dance weekends, we've gone on a good few. Some of the, like Mike Denver's or Jerry Guthrie's and Derek Ryan's, we, you know, we've gone to the dance weekends and they're fantastic. And like you're dancing till all hours, you know. I think I hit 35,000 steps one day and my, and my, my watch, I'm just, you know, one day from just dancing, you know, at one of these weekends. It was obviously a late night, but um, yeah. But um, I, I, I miss. I miss a lot um, getting into bed and having 20,000 or 25,000 yeah. steps dancing all day because I would have been teaching all day um, oh. literally for probably 10 hours. And God, now I'm getting to 10,000. Stop. That's, that's even hard work. So I miss the days where I didn't have to worry about my step count. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel that as well. I'm looking at the watch going, oh, I have to keep doing something because I'm not reaching the steps. Do you know what I mean? And like yourself, I, I was teaching in a couple of schools in Dublin on my days off. Um, I was transition year students and it was, it was completely new for, for them up here. But it was obviously country teachers in the schools saying, you know, why don't you come in and, and try it? You know, so I had one school out in Rush and they were fantastic, you know, they really, really were. And like, you know, the lads would be a bit, you know, dancing, you know, but when you throw something like, you know, foot loose at them, you know, and it's fast and you play the songs that they want to hear, like, you know, Maniac 2000 or something, and they, they feel, okay, you know what, this is actually fun. And the more moves they got in the jive, the more they wanted, you know. So in the beginning they were like, okay, but once you got a couple of weeks in, they, they wanted more. They wanted to learn the moves in the jive, you know what I mean? And and we, me and myself and Pat with demonstration, they'd be like, you know, definitely, you know, show us that one. Do you know what I mean? You have and it and I miss it. Yeah. The first yeah, day they can kind of be going, what are we doing? Like, what is yeah. this? And once you play a song that they connect with, they're like, okay, we're in. It's fine. Yes. We'll do it. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny how a simple song can change it all together. Um, yeah. yeah and I think that's one of the things I love around the country is that the young and the older they mix do you know what I mean if you go to a dance you could you could be dancing with like a, a young fella that's 20 odd you know or you could be dancing with a man that's 60 like everybody mixes and I think that's lovely up in Dublin that wouldn't happen you, you wouldn't get that 
And I think different people would be a bit, they, they wouldn't like to switch partners. I don't switch partners in classes. Me um, either. No, no, no. And a lot of, I've, I don't know many dance teachers that, I think pretty much most of the other dance teachers do swap partners. Mm -hmm. And I really don't like doing it because I don't want to put the pressure on people. I just find if you come with a partner, like you want to dance with that partner. I mean, if when I started out, if if Niall had a separated us, it I probably wouldn't have kept going. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like we came as a couple and we danced as a couple. And I don't mind a taxi dance and everybody and that they mix that way. And that's great. There's no pressure on anybody to do it. But up in Dublin, especially, um, they wouldn't like if I was switching them. They definitely wouldn't like that. It's not a done thing up here. But you know. As a taxi dance, you know, I do a waltz or a quick step or whatever, and they that's up to them then, and they get the fun out of that. But to actually say, okay, we're separating you, you know, I wouldn't do it. No, mm -hmm. no that's I'm exactly the same, like that taxi dance, that's fine, or I'll give them an option. I'll say, if you happen to know another couple here, or if you know other people, then and it's funny down here, I wouldn't have as many couples, I would find it's more a group of girls or two lads or uh, that kind oh, okay. of a way I wouldn't find it to be couples as such or it might be like a father and a daughter or yeah. that kind of thing so um yeah I just I'd be like that same as yourself I give them the option and now most of the time when I give them the option they rarely rarely mix it up which just shows that it's exactly. yeah no I just yeah. making people feel uncomfortable and and the other side of it is I know in Dublin it might be a bit different because everyone might know each other, but I know down here in the south or in the in the west, I mean, if I'm going, I'd be in a few different venues. You don't know what who doesn't get on, who doesn't like each other, who does like each other, who you don't know what yeah. the stories are. So it's easier to just let them off. And then sometimes you might have two or three who came alone. And I even then I don't like pairing them up because they might know each other. So what I do is because I don't have a partner class, I, I teach on my own. Yeah. So I'll I'll dance with them. So I'll I'll take turns dancing with them. I just I, I hate making people feel uncomfortable if I don't have to. <laughs> no, you're you're dead right. I'll be the same. And I find they will mix themselves when they get to know people, you know, and like yourself, there's a lot of people that come on their own. And you know, if they come on their own, then they can partner up. Do you know what I mean? That's fine. And I always have passed with the classes. And so while I'm teaching, he can be dancing with someone, you know, as well. So he's always an extra man, which is great. Um, I get a lot of women, you know, I suppose more so than men. Um, well, my class of swords now, it's different. I would get a lot of men, but I get a lot of couples, yeah. you know, a lot of couples. Yeah. I, th I need a pass. I have, I have, I have a, I have a, a, a me haul, but <laughs> I need a pass. <laughs> you'll have, you'll have to train him in. You'll have to train him in. Yeah. Well, do you know, my fella is a great dancer. He's very, very good. He's got great rhythm, um, and he can waltz and he can jive, but he can't quite jive the way I want him to. If oh, okay. we're just, but look, the this this wedding <laughs> stance, I have two years to to just get it right, so we'll be all right. But um, oh. Lovely. I've been waiting. I've been looking forward to seeing that. It's been fantastic. Oh, I can't wait. I want to start choreographing it straight away, even though that's a bit extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them plenty of time to practice. Yeah, that's right. it. Yeah. We'll, we'll know it off by heart. But Patricia, it's been it's been so great talking to you and to meet you. And do you know what? I'm so excited being able to talk about dancing because I haven't been able to talk about dancing to anyone. So it's been lovely to 
to meet you and and I really appreciate you coming on for the chats. Thanks so much, Sandra. And I appreciate you having me on. I really do. And um, best of luck in your Zoom classes going forward. And um, hopefully somewhere in, in the summer, even we can meet up down the country at a dance somewhere, even if it's outside. Absolutely. I, I don't care. Absolutely, Somewhere. and it might even be at a Mayo and Dublin game. We'll see. Um, oh, yeah. We won't go there. We won't go I would there. Be nice. I would be nice now, Sandra. If Pat was here, that, that would have been the first thing he would have said. But uh, I'm being nice. Seven in a row next year, maybe. That's good. We won't we won't say any more about it. But um, okay. if, if people want to check you out as well, you have your Facebook page there. It's Patricia's Social. It's Patricia's Social Dance Class Dublin. And then I have a web page as well, which is Dancing with Patricia. So, yeah. Oh, guys, we'll make sure you go and check it out. And I know you have a good few videos up as well. So people can go and have a look at that. And if you're in the Dublin area, you can absolutely go and check it out. Join in in the Zooms and you'll be all set up then for when things are back to normal. Patricia, thank you so much. And guys, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Country Chats podcast. Patricia, thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much.